Hey everybody, welcome back to the Winter Pick Report. I am your host, Mark Adam, here at the WPG Magazine. Thank you very much to the magazine for putting... I'm, I ran the magazine. I, I made it do this. So that's fine. Uh, I would like it if you followed us on all our socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We're also on Twitch and TikTok. Follow us there. There's no content on the TikTok yet. That's coming. But do like and follow so you get all that when we start doing stuff. And we also have this cool thing where you can text us or call us on the WPG talk line. Let us know what you think and leave a voicemail if we can use it on future episodes, blah, blah, blah. So call 431-800-4555. You can also reach us by email, podcasts at thewpg.ca. If you're looking to advertise on the site or on the Winter Pick Report or any of the other, uh, I guess, content that we create, then you can call 431-489-2401 or email ads at the wpg.ca. And again, when you look at all our socials, everywhere you go, it's the WPG magazine, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, whatever, YouTube, it's all slash or at the WPG magazine, just so you know. Now, I am very happy to introduce our guest this week. This guy is uh, part of, well, actually, I met him uh, at winnipeg comic-con actually and he makes some very cool stuff i'm gonna let him tell you more about what he makes but this is mr james furby of furby creations welcome hello thank you so uh as i said you make some very cool stuff i love all the the really cool things that you make and we're gonna show the people what that is but I, I wanted to, why don't you describe exactly what Furby Creations is and does, and then we'll dive in. Sure. Um, Furby Creations is basically just myself and my wife uh, doing some home crafts, um, mostly leather work, a uh, little bit of carpentry, uh, although we hope to expand with whatever we like to make. Um, but... I started off making leather journals and uh, have gone into making other leather products, pouches, uh, dice trays, um, uh, belt pouches. Yeah, just any anything with a, a steampunk, uh, fantasy, role-playing game, tabletop, D&D &D style. <laughs> in, a, in a nutshell, was that clear? I don't know. Yeah, no, I I get it. That's so actually, and just to illustrate, let's have a quick look. This is one of the things you've made. Describe this. This is your dragon book. This this was one of my latest creations. Yeah, it's a it's a leather bound journal, uh, three hundred and sixty pages, and um, yeah, it's I, I do all the the tooling, the dyeing, and binding, the riveting. Um, yeah, and that one was uh, made just before Winnipeg Comic Con and sold on the second day. Nice, nice. Which, uh, so we're going to show some stuff always, that you can't always, get today. <laughs> uh, not at the moment. I do have one more that I'm making at the moment. Uh, I'm probably going to try a couple more, maybe do some different uh, colors as well. But uh, yeah, it's always it's always nice to see when you make something and you're proud of it that it sells. But I'm also it's also bittersweet. Like it sold on the second day, and I'm like, oh no, now I can't show it off like oh. it would be standing there as a showpiece to drag more people to my table so. right right yeah that makes sense 
and you got i mean you do so many other cool things like this little i'm assuming that's a dice pouch it's i i use it for dice when i'm playing D, &D but i mean you know it's it's a pouch whatever fits in it will go in so <laughs> <laughs> i've had uh, i've made made certain projects that um you know we make these little wire holders that you know are made for bundling up your your headphones or your your phone charge cables so they don't get all tangled and um uh, a gentleman came up and asked if uh, he could just use that as a ring and i'm like if it if it fits your finger i'm not gonna tell you no <laughs> use um, it however people, you see fit yeah yeah i mean if you got long hair tie your hair back with it it's it's up to you <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, like, and I'm a and d, &D guy as well. I played Dungeons and Dragons, and I, I don't, I mean, I have a dice bag that came with the dice set, but I don't have anything nearly as cool as this leather-bound stuff. Like, there's, some, mm -hmm. look at this one, this Kraken. Like, if you go to furby-creations.square.site, you can see, and I, I say it out loud for the the people listening to the audio version of the podcast. Uh, so furby-creations dot square dot site or you can check out his instagram which is furby underscore creations so there's and, far too much punctuation <laughs> yes and furby of course being f-i-r-b-y right yeah. and i'm not going to tell you how to spell creations otherwise that's a scathing review of what your <laughs> teachers should attach you but i mean you got really cool like wrist brace and bracers and stuff and like the sky where'd the skyrim book go uh back here somewhere there it is that's so cool and i i noticed a lot of people eyeing that at comic-con so yeah we, we make those ones that one is the album sized one so it's a, a bit larger like 11 by uh 11 by 17 no that's when it's opened it's pretty big <laughs> yeah it's we make a huge. smaller uh, a smaller notebook one which is usually easier to fit inside somebody's budget yeah um, and i mean are you on TikTok? Uh, no, I'm not on TikTok. No, okay, but, but no, I'm I'm still still trying to just keep a regular Instagram posting to Fair. keep the business alive. <laughs> but social media is takes up too much time. Oh, well, I more meant uh, like, are you? Do you use TikTok? Do you like scroll through oh, TikTok? Well, I've I've seen a few videos, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, there, there's one in particular that goes around, and it's called it goes. Uh, it costs that much because it takes me fucking hours, right? <laughs> so I and I feel very strongly that your products are like they just they look like they take time. They're they're very detailed and they're very, uh, they're, I mean they look durable. Like they're not something where some dude made them and you pick it up and open it three times and the pages fall out. Like they just they look sturdy. They feel. Uh, substantial and uh, I like I said, again I was lucky enough to hold some of those things in my hand at uh, Winnipeg Comic Con so that was pretty cool um, but mm. what can you speak to how long it actually takes to make like a one book uh, well I, it, it always depends but like the the simplest ones I have would probably be something like this which is just um, you know, I buy the leather. This this was already pre-stained. Like, this is how the leather came. All I have to do is cut it, fold the pages, punch the holes, and bind it. Um, that would probably take me a few hours. Uh, I usually do them in batches. So I'll, I'll punch the holes on all of the paper. I'll punch the holes on, you know, five or six pieces of leather. And then I'll just sit in front of the TV sewing them for the rest of the evening. 
Yeah, and so like they're, everything's handmade, eh? Like just yes, so cool. Yeah, like it's so cool. I've and, got this is um, this is like an undyed piece of leather that I've been working on to make into one of the album size books. I don't know if that's. I I think because you have your your uh, background yeah, set to blur. There, <laughs> well, you have your background yeah. set to blur, and it doesn't recognize a face, so I think it just oh, blur it blurs it. Not on that's but all right yeah, so this yeah this took uh i did like this is actually on a time lapse on the instagram of just nice. stamping one side of this and it uh that took me like at least two days just because my wrists were going to give out <laughs> yeah and even as i said like follow the man on instagram uh, the man and the lady uh because it is a it's a two-man team even though as far as i have observed you're sort of the face you know, we were the the man standing behind the booth at Comic Con. You're joining us here on the uh, the podcast, but it is a mm -hmm. it is a two person operation. Yeah, I, I'm I'm usually the one running the cons. Just my wife is staying home with the kids, <laughs> um, but when she can, she'll come out and and help out there. Um, she does a lot of the uh, wand making. We have like wizarding wands, big Harry Potter inspiration. Um, so she does a lot those. of the one. I do the leather work. Um, yeah. And so, and I, I did forget about that cause you, we didn't have a photo that we brought up on the screen. Not that that helps the audio podcast people mm -hmm. anyway, but, uh, but yeah, the wands you had, some of them were pretty elaborate and detailed and like very cool. So how long would it take her to make like one wand? Uh, well, again, it's it's usually more efficient if we just make them in batches. But mm -hmm. um, uh, her process, as I under as I remember it, and I'm probably <laughs> missing a few steps, is like she'll find she most of it is just found wood. So like whenever she finds branches, just out on a walk, uh, if they're nice hard wood, um, I think first step is like whittling them down to shape, uh, sanding them, polishing them, uh, staining them, and then she'll do like a usually a, a leather wrap hilt and then finishing them off yeah so um we recently bought a lathe and we're going to be starting some uh, wood turned wands as well which nice seem a little more a little more popular we've seen them more often so i don't know if that'll be as big of a niche as the found wands but we want to offer both <laughs> yeah makes sense uh give the people what they want a lathe. <laughs> i mean if you have an excuse to do something really cool go ahead and do it you know, mm -hmm. my, my dad has a whole shop in his garage based around, he just likes to cut wood and like, he likes to fiddle with stuff. He's, he's not some mm -hmm. master carpenter, but he's got a whole setup, you know, and, and he put that together over 20 years of like, I wonder if I know how to do blah, blah, blah. And he'll buy the tool and try it out. You that's, know? that's kind of the first step. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I, I bought a couple of leather journals that I really like the style of. And I'm like, if I knew where to buy leather, I would make these. And then I found a store that sold leather. So <laughs> there you go. And so Ten years is, later, that's how you got into it. You just like, I want to do that. And you just did it. Pretty much. I, I, I wanted a journal and, um, you know, I go to the stores and everything is just kind of cardboard and, and graphics. And it's like, this isn't the aesthetic I want. I want like, you know, Lord of the Rings, old world kind of thing and uh, I, I i actually happened to find a leather journal um and i'm like well this is this is literally just a piece of leather with holes punched in and then the pages are bound and i i can make that um and you so do <laughs> yeah and uh, yeah and, and and they've gotten more and more elaborate like the uh, 
the dragon and the kraken are like probably my top tier stuff which is taken a lot of learning and you know whenever i go i, I shop at uh, tandy leather factory because it's local um and uh yeah like they're 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 an excellent source of information um if i'm like I, I want to achieve this effect like what what do i need to do that or you know i saw this on pinterest how do i make one of those and mm-hmm. you know, they, they're usually pretty good at helping you out there so that's awesome and so like sites like etsy and pinterest and things like that have they've been inspirational for you other other I makers on. I, I i try to avoid them as much as i can just so that i feel like my ideas are more original but you know i do go on them to see like okay well i've got a bunch of leather left over what can i make out of it you mm-hmm. know it's it just happens to not fit a journal shape or something and uh, right that's kind of like when, whenever we whenever we have leftover scraps i'm trying to find smaller and smaller projects so that i don't waste any of that leather so like I said, we've got uh, little wire holders and hair barrettes and uh, wand holsters so that you can hang them from your belt. All these little things that take up smaller bits of leather so that I don't have as much to waste. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, it's very cool stuff. And you said, so you're you're into D&D. Are you part of any of the other sort of geekdom bases or... Um, I'm, I'm getting into it and like this is something that is starting to pop up on my... Uh, on my Instagram, which is where I share all my new creations and events that we're going to. Um, I, I just bought like a Proxon or my wife bought me a Proxon for my last birthday, uh, which is like a wire cutter for doing foam terrain. I was going to ask, <laughs> well, what is a Proxon? But it's okay. Wire cutter. Got it. It's, okay. it's, it's just a tabletop wire cutter for doing, uh, yeah, cutting foam. And then uh, this was one of the first, first projects I made was just this, Little castle again. It's gonna blur. I don't know how to get that blur selection. You'd have to turn the yeah. background off. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's. Oh, now I'm just smashing my microphone, distracting people from your blur. Uh, <laughs> and that's one one of the reasons I kept the name Furby Creations instead of like Leather Works or something is just because I don't I like I like making leather stuff, but I don't intend to be tied down to it. I mm-hmm. want to try carpentry projects or yeah, whatever whatever floats my boat at the time so nice. leaves me room to expand nice uh so i i mean like skyrim video game so are you a video gamer as well a little bit i i wouldn't consider myself like a hardcore you know streamer or anything i i like playing a game with a good story yeah right so. i i i as well i really enjoy games like halo where there's this really cool storyline but there's not a lot of thought involved. You just run around shooting stuff, really. Like, I love yeah. that kind of game. Uh, Destiny, you know, mm-hmm. really cool, epic story, and you can get as involved or not as you want. And yeah. I really like that. Yeah, so. The last the last big ones that I played were probably uh, Jedi Fallen Order and Witcher 3. I know I'm, I'm usually a little late to the boat on those ones, but. Uh, Fair. But yeah, those were a couple of my big, like, I like the open world Right. Yeah. I, and that's, I, I really like the destiny because you can go wherever you want and do whatever quests in whatever order. And I, yeah, games like that where you, you can engage or not with the lore as much as deeply as you like. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, or you could just log on and shoot stuff because there's, you know, I've had a bad day and I want to kill things. So you, just, yeah. you know, there's that too. So, um, what, when you're not leatherworking, when you're not creating, 
what else do you and and your wife uh what what do you guys are you movie people are you tv people are you like a, a little bit of video games maybe some dungeons and dragons <laughs> what else do you guys to get into um well right now we've got two toddlers at home so we're kind of full-time or we're we're parents so we're in bed pretty early <laughs> yeah so, um life before that i don't know we we you know we go to the movies and video games she's she's a bit of a gamer too um i do the dnd she she doesn't like the dnd as much but uh oh it's been so long with uh with uh, recent world events since we actually had a game night i miss them <laughs> yeah i can imagine it's you know game night now is like me in the basement with my xbox you know that's like that's game night yeah. now so like my friends and i play on roll 20 and uh you know Occasionally we'll do a, a Steam party game or something, but it's it's not quite the same. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it doesn't have that like so let me ask you then. I don't we're we're not gonna take it in the political direction. I don't we're not gonna engage there, but did COVID affect your business in any way? Was it I know some businesses had a bit of a positive push because it's stuff that people can do in their own homes and Others have struggled because of COVID and the pandemic and the lockdowns. Would you say you've struggled, excelled, or it has had a sort of a nil um, effect? I mean, this has always kind of been a hobby business. I do it in my spare time when I'm not doing whatever else I'm doing, parenting mostly. But uh, <laughs> um, lately, I mean, we obviously booked fewer shows the last couple of years. Like we we did maybe one a month Um the year before COVID hit. Uh, and then we finally did one just this last October for Comic-Con. So it was like a nice year to year stretch before we did one. Um, so yeah, we, that, that was a big push to get our online store started so that we might at least be able to make some sales over Christmas and the holidays. Um, it hasn't affected it too much. Like I, you know, the biggest change has been, on the weekends, my kids and my wife would usually get out of the house and I'd have a little bit of time to work on things. And when things shut down or were locked down, suddenly they had nowhere to go. So the, uh, the, the hobby took a little bit of a sidebar. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so things like Comic-Con and where, like where, where are the best places to showcase aside from your website, which again, for the audio podcast people, cause it is up on the screen, but Furby dash creations dot square dot site. And so other than your website and you, you know, you Comic-Con for example, where can people kind of find you and where, where do you get, where do you like to show off your wares? Um, well, given given our aesthetic of like steampunk and and gamer stuff like the Skyrim journals, we did some with the uh, the Stark logo from from Game of Thrones. Nice. Um, we 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 head towards those kind of events. So like Comic Con was always a big one. Uh, KeyCon, uh, FanQuest are some local ones in Winnipeg. Um, you know, summer we we've done a couple at uh, this Trout Forest Music Festival. Oh, Ontario. Rainbow Trout. Um, yeah, I, um, I uh, almost no, not, wore the Rainbow Trout Rainbow hoodie Trout. today. <laughs> I think, oh, Trout no, Fest! Not Rainbow Trout. Never mind. Trout Fest. Yeah, it's Never it's mind. a different one. So I, but I forgot there was another trout-based event. Yes. 
Um, and then, yeah, past years, I don't know if they're still doing it, but we did uh, Swords and Sabres, the Pirate Rim Fair here in Winnipeg. Um, so I, those ones kind of fit our niche. I haven't heard of some of those. Like, that's, that's great because they're things that now the WPG can investigate and make sure that they get listed on the site so that others who haven't heard of them can... I'll, I'll touch base with you again and hear all those back and get in sure. touch with the organizers. It'll be good. <laughs> yeah, but um, there's there's other ones that we've we haven't looked into just because like as we were starting this is when our first child was born, so um, we haven't we haven't branched out into as many as we probably could. But like the Gimli Icelandic Festival, I think it was right. Um, and then we've been we've had people come up to us and say like, "Are you guys going to be at uh, at Cook's Creek?" or whatever uh, i think it's a renaissance fair i haven't i haven't heard of that one before so i haven't done my research yet but so yeah there's there's a lot of markets that i guess would fit our aesthetic we just haven't found all of them yet and again that's primarily because this is just a hobby in my spare time um, right <laughs> with with two toddlers under five it's just impossible to do that much i mean there's you probably get a lot of exercise now running around chasing them yeah <laughs> i remember those days i like we have a seven and a nine year old but uh, it wasn't that long ago that they were unmanageable crazy people <laughs> well yeah you take one of them to the comic-con and suddenly it's like okay I, I can't make a sale right now i've got to go get my kid i'll be right back <laughs> yeah yeah you um, keep looking i'll be right back yeah yeah <laughs> security grab that kid um yeah <laughs> so uh I mean, I mean, I I really love the the aesthetic of what you got going on. That di was that a, the castle you built. Was that a dice yeah. tower or just? Um, this this one is just a modular play thing. Like you know, each level comes off, and you can just play on the uh, the one underneath it. Um, I do plan on making a couple of dice towers out of the same thing. They're 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 just iced tea containers or uh, hot chocolates, you know, big big cardboard tins, and I just uh, glue the foam anymore. Glue the foam onto it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, awesome. Uh, and again, this is this is uh, this was kind of inspired from uh, another uh, local maker I follow on YouTube. Uh, um, I, I I don't remember his last name. It's uh, Jeremy from Black Magic Crafts. Black Magic um, Crafts. So yeah, shout out a lot of, to Jeremy, yeah, no, Black Magic Crafts. I mean, I follow him. I don't think he knows me yet, but maybe someday if he's looking for a new D&D journal. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, no, he, he has an entire like tutorial series on how to make these things. And his, his whole thing is bringing people into the hobby. So it's uh, it was a great start to me. And yeah, inspired inspired my creations. And yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And... So your wife got into wand making because you were into crafting or was she like into Harry Potter mm -hmm. and then kind of sort of joined you in the crafting or how did, how did she get um, into it? Not that I want you to speak for her necessarily. It was, it was kind of the second one. She was a big Harry Potter fan and uh, she was making wands before we met, I think. And then, when I had these on and was doing a, a craft sale, she's like, well, I can make some stuff that fits that aesthetic. So nice. yeah, she batch, bashed out about 20 wands and they sold out the very first 
the very first fair we took them to. So nice. Yeah, they're very like, cool right, well, and decent prices. Popular. Let's add them to the list. Yeah. And for those for those listening, uh, what the, what's the range of prices for the for the wands? Uh, I remember the them being decent. Are I think the ones are fifteen to twenty, um, and then we have a few accessories. Like we've we've sold wand stands, so you can just display them on your shelf, or wand holsters, so you can hang them on your belt if you're uh, getting in costume or anything like that. Um, so fifteen to twenty, thirty if you get the accessories, something like that. Right, um, and so like. I don't know if you heard that, but this is very reasonably priced for some very cool handmade crafts. I highly recommend checking out the website. Again, furby-creations.square.site. They're making some very cool things right here in Winnipeg. And they're, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to go to some website and order it and, you know, is it, you know, who am I supporting? Who knows? Right. But th these guys are local. They're here. Uh, I've physically met this man, socially distanced, of course, while wearing masks yeah, at a con. <laughs> yeah. Just for the record. And uh, I I really think that uh, more people should discover exactly what it is that you guys are doing. I'm going to try and bring up the site. Uh just so we can see it. Sorry. So um, this I should have had this prepped to begin with, but uh, let's see if it works. Um, maybe not. It says back to home page. Why does it say that? 404, not found. Never mind. I must have punched the... I must have punched it in incorrectly. Oh yeah, I didn't give it the for B Oh yeah, the, you need an S. There you go. It's it's definitely not the uh the easiest name or website to remember. <laughs> more punctuation and more hyphens and dots than I'd like. But but I mean if it if it works, it works. I it's uh oh yeah. I got it to load. How do you like that? There you go. Now the pe folks can see it. Uh, on the actual site itself. So um, we're going to sc scroll down. Can I do that? Apparently I cannot. It won't let me scroll, but you can see the top there, all the leather bindings. Um, you see the, the Kraken, the leather bracers, a notebook, one of the wands. Very, very cool stuff. Um, and is there, is there something that you haven't made yet, but you want to make, you just haven't either figured out how to do it or where to source the materials or something to that effect? Is there something that you would really um, love to create? There's, there's definitely projects on my <clears throat> to-do list. Uh, I think the biggest one would be like uh, leather armor and wearable costume pieces, um, you know, I've got a, a pair of bracers and I've had some cuffs up on the website before. Um, so that's definitely an area I want to expand into and do more, you know, pauldrons and greaves and bracers. And yeah, um, 
again, like going on Pinterest for inspiration. I've seen people doing masks and full sets of armor, and I'm like, that's intense, but that'll be the dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, it's funny. There's a huge market for that. I should put, assuming you haven't already, uh, but I should put you in touch. We have some guests coming next week, I think. Uh, I can't remember if they're next week. Now I have to look. But uh, these fellas, they run a LARP society. Uh, Mist Haven is their guild name, but it's part of the Underworld LARP uh, banner. And these guys... They go out for the weekend and they fully dress up in costume and stay in character and they they live that life. And a lot of what you make, the wands, the notebooks and everything, like it fits their aesthetic just perfectly. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of them make and or source from friends the making of custom armor and things like that. And I really feel mm -hmm. like maybe that might be a, a cool little collaboration for you guys. That might be really cool. Yeah. A nice way for you to sort of boost, you know, what you're doing and your visibility. And maybe uh, that Jeremy fella from Black Magic Crafts or Crafts. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so Black Magic Crafts, maybe he'll he'll get in touch with you at some point, you know. So uh, I don't know. I there's there's just so much cool stuff in that world. I'd like mm -hmm. to see more connectivity. Pardon me. <laughs> I well, apologize. It, uh, it definitely seems to be like uh, expanding too. I, I I know, like I my group plays Pathfinder, which I think is D and D three point five. I I don't really know the iterations. I've only played Pathfinder, so. But uh, you know, my my sister started playing D and D five E, and she dragged my other sister into it. And I'm like, why? You guys never played this when you lived in Winnipeg. Why? <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm a fifth edition guy. I'm a fifth edition guy for sure. So mm. there's uh, there's just so much cool stuff there. Um, but yeah, I I totally get. There's so many people that are very into Pathfinder, and that's another mm. great role playing game for those that are, you know, there. There's a lot to learn about how the games work and how they're different from each other, and the mechanics are different and. Yeah, like I, I hear, I hear fifth edition is supposed to be a lot more um, quicker to pick up, I guess, or or much easier to learn for noobs, for sure. Yeah, more I, accessible. I feel like I should really be playing that one because I've been playing Pathfinder for I don't know, maybe maybe a decade or more at this point, and I'm still, I still feel like I have to look up every single rule for every spell. Like, does this one affect me or everybody? How long does it take? And mm -hmm. Oh, so much math. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to do the math. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's websites now that you can do that. Not that they sponsor, but I'll give them a little mm -hmm. bit of a shout out. D&D &D Beyond, look them up. They track all your stuff. You tell them, you know, what edition you're using and what books you're using out of. And it allows you to build characters using those options. Um, you can also buy the digital version of all of the the books and Ooh. then they're saved for you and everything is hyperlinked like it's it's insane my uh 
That would be really good. My Pathfinder book is kind of falling to tatters now. So, so if you, I'll probably rebind it in leather. But <laughs> there you go. You bind it yourself. But then, uh, yeah. but but if you wanted a digital digital version, like that's a site that they they literally copy word for word everything over. But they like, you know, it's it involves this skill. If you click on that skill, it takes you to that skill, and it tells you everything about that skill and all the things that are mm-hmm. associated with it. If there's a if there's materials required for whatever spell, you click on that. It tells you what the material is all about, where to get it. Da da da. Like it's very very easy to use. There's an app on your phone that makes it super accessible. Yeah. Again, they do not sponsor me, but they should. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really found that they're they made it very easy for people who are new to get get over that hurdle of like, how do I do the math? <coughs> my my apologies again. I'm <coughs> I'm no, in it's, a it's basement in Winnipeg. Yet. It's dry. <laughs> yeah. It's only it's only minus five today, which is like thirty degrees warmer than it was yesterday. So that's yeah, funny. it's such a big shift. I'm... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're getting some snow as a result, but uh, I'm happy to That's be in cool. my basement versus out on the roads. How do you like yeah. that? So, uh, do you go out to events? You when well, when someone can watch the old toddlers, uh, do you and your <laughs> wife ma- manage to get out for date nights? I mean, the pandemic is a whole other level of constriction, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a while. So, <laughs> when you guys go out, what kind of stuff do you guys are you guys are you pub people? Are you karaoke people? Are you let's go see a band people? Uh, like... not karaoke people. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> I tried it. I didn't like it. No, hey, it's not for everyone. That's fine. No. Yeah, but are you more um, like let's go see a band? I mean, let's. Probably... Uh, probably more just movie people, yeah. you know, like the, you know, big into the, like, well, I, I'm probably more into it than she is, but, uh, but, uh, you know, big, big Marvel fans. So we like seeing the new blockbuster that's coming out and yeah. uh, lately it's been nice. You know, they're, they're getting all the shows on Disney plus, so we don't have to go anywhere. I'm but, not uh, caught up. I'm, I like, I was perfectly caught up right up until WandaVision started and then I didn't watch WandaVision yet. And so I refuse. I, I I have a thing. I cannot watch movies out of order. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. And so I've seen everything up to when WandaVision started and nothing since. So I I need to go back and pick that back up because I'm a huge MCU fan. And mm. I really gotta get back into that. So uh well, do you do I, any uh, one what is it? WandaVision, Loki, and uh, Hawkeye. Like I, they're very different. Or and, uh, Falcon, and there's the Falcon and the yeah, the Witcher Soldier. That yeah. was after WandaVision, right? Right. Um, WandaVision they're, they're, was the first like, show. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I was really happy with all of them. Like very different tones. Obviously, they've got different subject matter, but um, yeah, like WandaVision and Loki, especially setting up the next Doctor Strange movie. So you you got to get on that before that shows up. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think. We like we haven't been to the movies at all since this uh, since the pandemic hit. Um, the one that I was really considering it was the Spider Man movie, the um, Far no, From Home. Which, what, what is it? No Way Home. Far From Home. No Way Home. No Way Home uh, is the third one. Home. 
<laughs> whichever the last one is. Um, the, that's you know, like far, I, uh, No Way Home. Yeah. Yeah. Still haven't still haven't seen it, but I was like, oh, if I was gonna go out to a theater during a pandemic, that would be the one. Yeah. So fair enough. And it's so hard because I'm not caught up to avoid all the spoilers. Like I'll be scrolling yeah. through TikTok and I'll see somebody doing cosplay as Spider-Man. Nope. Just in case, you know, yeah. like it's so I've, I've, I've already seen a couple of clips that were like spoilers and, and you know, they're not, they're not spoilers. I wasn't expecting, you know, there's too much rumors that mm. you just eventually it permeates. Right. And I'm like, okay, exactly. I, I heard that this might be a thing and well, there it is. Okay. It's, it's confirmed, but uh, still, still want to see the movie. It looks great. Oh, of course. <laughs> And there's, there's going to be a whole bunch of action and fun stuff and the way the story progresses really matters because each story progression affects not not just what's coming, but sometimes it affects what's already happened because mm -hmm. there's there's time travel in the MCU. So, like, you never know yeah, how it's going to... They've opened up that can of worms, yeah. That's a whole even other... That, even, even the animated, the, the What If series looks mm -hmm. like it might tie into some of the movies... You know, like uh, if you've seen the trailer for Doctor Strange, I'm like, is that, is that what I think it is? And so yeah, there and there's there's I mean, there's no shortage of like crazy theories out there about what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, and it's it's so hard to catch up if you fall behind. Oh, like um, right. I at, at, at the moment, it's like as long as we can just stay, you know, stay with it as they're coming out, it's fine. But. I imagine, like, what is it going to be for my kid who's, like, you know, four four years old right now if he wants to watch, you know, the Spider-Man movie? I'm like, kid, you've got a whole, you've got, like, seven movies now and, and like, an entire history of other animated shit. Like, you'll never get that book. Now, and here's the frustrating part. If you go on Disney+, Plus, and, again, they don't sponsor us, just for the record. <laughs> but if you go there, they have the Marvel movie universe – but just the movies in phase order. So the order they were released. But there is no, they don't have it set up in a way where you can watch it in chronological order. You know, start with the first Avenger. And then mm -hmm. uh, the next one would be Captain Marvel because it happens. Right. Like chronologically. Yeah. But, but, but then there's also the show. So then like, after so like Captain Carter. Marvel, there's Agent Carter, and there's right. So there's all these other shows yeah. that are like a big deal, and they make changes to the story. And then when do you watch which episodes of Agents of Shield to get up to where Winter Soldier is, and then go yeah. from there? And then there's the introduction of Iron Man, and you know it's. I like the chronological, but there's no way on Disney Plus to follow along that way. Yeah, and I think you, there you, should you can, be. You can usually you can usually find those roadmaps somewhere on the internet. Oh. Like they'll tell you. Oh yeah, there's there's a Google. Uh, I like Tracked TV, so T R A K T dot TV. Again, they don't sponsor us, but uh, so <laughs> if you go there, you can punch in what you watched, and it tracks all that. Like you know. I'm on this episode of whatever TV series, for example. And so, yeah, but for the MCU, there's people who have created custom lists of chronological order for the MCU. Mm. And it's very, very helpful 
to go through that and then but then you have to manually source it which is fine but i really believe that disney plus is missing an opportunity to set themselves up for people just binge watching their service (laughs) by creating a chronological order I mean, I, I had a similar discussion with this every time somebody asks me what order should they watch the Star Wars movies in if they've never seen Star Wars. And uh, four, I mean, five, I, six, a, seven, eight, nine. I yeah. <laughs> I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll hijack the rest of this conversation if we get onto Star Wars. But uh, do you do you should start making leather lightsabers? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found this stick and made a lightsaber. That's that's more your your wife's bag, so we'll leave that for yeah, her. Well, I've, I've seen some like leather, you know, like Mandalorian belts or something for. <laughs> but... Right, right. And if you want, you want you you know you left the creations, you stepped away from the leather work. You could make Mandalorian mm-hmm. gear. You don't know, you know. I did. I, well, I, I I when the first, when the Mandalorian show first came out, it was like okay, I've got enough time till Halloween. Maybe I can start a new uh, like do foam foam making stuff. I've never done that before, but I'll bet I could learn and make a costume and i did because i have kids now so (laughs) (laughs) make make costumes for them that'd be way less material the amount of times well yeah when when she was born she got like somebody gifted us uh, a little you know one of those knitted yoda hat ears and and, then diaper set so i'm like well that's perfect show me the child (laughs) (laughs) show me the child yeah Yeah. (laughs) no i i um I, the, the, Star Wars is a whole other thing where, you know, again, like you said, what order do you watch it in? And now there's, well, yeah. you know, and, Boba and it's, Fett. And it's worse because you've got you've got nine movies plus two spinoff movies, right? But then you've also got the TV shows, which I mean, if you if you like the movies or you know you're mod, you're mildly impressed with the movies, like I, as a big Star Wars fan, The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, I'm very happy with what they're doing. And, you know, they're they're bringing in characters from the Clone Wars cartoon series and Rebels, the cartoon series. And suddenly you've got like, okay, with those two shows, you've got nine seasons, 10, 11 seasons of there's another Star Wars series that my kids watch. It's a cartoon, not CGI. What is it called? Star Wars. Resistance. Resistance. I don't know. That one, I think it's still CGI, but it's, it looks more 2D style. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's the one I'm thinking of. But they they love it. But it's it's very designed for kids. So, like, if you're a hardcore, if you're an adult and hardcore Star Wars fan, that's something you would certainly uh, sort of go to. Because you like all the lore and, you know, it's a side story and it's this mm-hmm. whole other group of people, right? But... I think the the more uh, the more adult like what, what was it? You just said it, and now it's gone. Re- uh, rebels, or Re- Clone rebels, Wars? rebels, and Clone Wars are more like okay, kids can watch, but they're designed for people it's, who are Star Wars fans. Yeah, like you'll still get a lot out of it. Like I mean, and and it's it's almost going to become required viewing as well. Like they've got uh, one of the new ser- series is going to be Star Wars Ahsoka. And like Ahsoka made an appearance in the Mandalorian, but she first appeared in the Clone Wars and went through that series and into Rebels. So like, if you want her entire history, you're gonna have to watch all that, right? Like, <laughs> and that's the thing. Re- 
What's canon and what isn't? Well, I th- I'm pretty sure it's all considered canon at this point. Um, For the Star Wars universe, still... I think, yeah. I mean, before seven, eight, and nine, they did like they had they had um, you know all the expanded universe stuff was mostly novels, graphic novels, and video games, yeah. and all of that was still like if it wasn't canon, it was still continuity. You know, like there right. there are video game characters from like the very first Star Wars first person shooter game, Dark Forces, you know, where you play Kyle Katarn. And then if you're reading like the new Jedi order, which takes place 30 years after return of the Jedi, you know, Jedi master Kyle Katarn is mentioned. I'm like, Oh my God, that's the guy I played in the video games in the nineties. That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Star Wars has done a very good job of keeping that content together. Whereas Mm -hmm. projects like the, I mean, the DC film universe is a mess. It is a nightmare. Right, yeah, like, like this, this film flop. We're not gonna keep that. Let's do it again. You know, so it's it's uh, it's weird. Like you've got Star Wars, which they did very rigidly and kept everything in there. So everything's you know, no matter what author or writer or or animator is doing something, it all kind of flows together. Or there's you know stuff like um, what you just mentioned, the uh, the DCU. Uh, DC, where it's kind of more of a Doctor Who approach, where it's like, ah, you know what? I don't care what we said last week. The last of the Daleks. No, there's an entire fleet of them. You know, like they just. Yeah. How many they'll, times have they'll you write seen their this way guy around die? it? He's back again. You know, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's just whatever seems like a good show that time. And yeah, I don't. Doctor Who has done a very good job of like, it doesn't matter the ridiculousness or like the having him pop up again and like, no, you can't change time except when we always change time. Right. And it works for them. They make it, re- that's that's kind of their thing. Is it's ridiculous. And what I really like is very smart to have started with a character that literally doesn't die, but yeah. when they die, they just become a new actor. Like from a from a filmmaking perspective, like that's brilliant. Like yeah. you know, oh, this actor's giving us trouble. Well, kill him. We'll get a new doctor. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. It's just a lot more money. How'd you go? Yeah. Uh, do you ha- do you watch Doctor Who? Are you a Whovian or I don't know what the hell we called? that was that was like yeah we were we were definitely Whovians. Um, we never got caught up after who was it the new Jody Jody uh, Whitaker Whitaker yeah we we watched like I think the first season she was in and then I don't know maybe that was around the time second baby was born so just kind of right. lost track. Of haven't had a chance to get back into it yet. And every time you have a kid, it's like quadrupling how long it takes to do stuff. It's not doubling. Yeah, like when, well, I, when I had a kid, <laughs> one kid is, it takes twice as long to do everything. When you have a second kid, it takes four times as long to do every, Like they exponentially yeah. stack. We we <laughs> finally worked out the first kid's bedtime schedule, but this one's an hour behind. Oh, okay, yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, and you know, like my my wife and I have very different schedules as well. Like she's she's usually up in the morning, and I'm I tend to be more of a night owl. So like I don't go to bed as early as I should. Yeah. Um, and where she's like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to bed. It's like nine thirty. So we have a very small window of like, do you want to watch a show? We get one choice tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel that. So. I feel that. 
Um, yeah, because yeah, I was I, I did 21 years in the restaurant industry, so my schedule is like sleep happens at 3 a.m. You know, let's yeah. wake up at noon, and my kids are like, I'm up and it's seven, and I'm like, that's not yeah. cool. But here we are. Seven. Oh, your kids sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> well, se- seven and nine years old, right? So. Right. Yeah. They, no, they our, sleep a little my, better. My four-year-old is still up by like 5:30 to six, so it's uh, it's fun. Gross. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can have that. I don't want to go back yeah. and live that again. Nope. But uh, so I I don't know. I just I really I enjoyed talking to you today. I think the things you make very cool. Again, I want to point out to everybody, Furby Dash Creations dot square dot site, and you can also follow them on Instagram, which is at Furby underscore creations and then on facebook the it's just furby creations all one word no spaces underscores dashes nothing so i would even i would even say if you're gonna follow one of those uh follow instagram that's where we post most of our stuff and then it just goes to facebook but um yeah i yeah I, as as a local maker i i either haven't figured out facebook's shop side of things or it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> so that that has been the experience of many people I have spoken to. So don't feel like you're all alone it, there. <laughs> it is it is a very weird thing. Like, you know, I can put all this stuff up on Instagram on my on my square site, uh, but as soon as I try to load it onto Facebook, like half of the items are like held or, or, or won't be submitted because some word choice is like you can't sell that. You said alligator. I'm like, it's it's an alligator print. It, what do you want me to call it? <laughs> yeah. Like you can't sell cougar print skirts because well, yeah, it's it's like, like, you know, did you murder a cougar for this? Yeah. I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's clearly fake. I mean, it's leather. You can't sell leather. Leather was, uh, but I never mentioned cow. So I don't know. <laughs> Would so, you yeah, like this dead well, cow skin book? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sounds so much more appealing now. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I want six. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that's a that's a tough one, but uh, so go follow this man. Uh, and if you're into geekdom, like this is there, there's some a really he makes some really cool stuff. Do you do commissions? Like if somebody says, like I want uh, the Skyrim book, but I want something special done to it or whatever, or they have their own whole own uh, own idea. Is that something you'll do? Uh, it, it'll depend on the commission, but I'm open to it. Um, you know, if, if it's something I'm familiar with doing, like if you wanted a special custom journal, no problem. I've, I've got enough experience making journals that I can probably do that with little difficulty. Um, right. I have had, I've had like requests where it's like, do you make, you know, dog collars, guitar straps, uh, whips? And I'm like, I have never made one before. <laughs> so I have no idea how long it would take and how much it would cost. Now I'm curious how long it takes a leather worker to get asked some sort of BDSM question. Oh, you work with leather. (laughs) Well, have I got a question for you? Uh, Like, I wonder how quickly that happens. (laughs) Um, I, it didn't seem to take very long at all. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't I've think. only been doing shows, like I think we've done we've done four Comic-Cons, so that was probably like within the space of five years. Right. 
And you know, with all with all with all the other craft shows we've done, let's say twenty to thirty shows, and I feel like it was pretty quick. You know, like within the first ten shows, that somebody was asking me, like, "Do you do any kind of, you know, straps or fun bedroom know, stuff?" Yeah. And like whip, like like an Indiana Jones whip. I I don't know. No, it's like no, no, no. Like just a little, a little whip. I'm like I, I don't know what you're talking about. Can you be more clear? You know, completely naive. <laughs> Google it with your safe search off. You'll find it. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I I figure like the people connecting that dot probably happens faster than people calling someone a Hitler in a YouTube comment section. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that happens very fast. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, we're not going to get into yours and your wife and how much leather stuff you have of your own. Um, but uh, thank you very much. I really, really appreciate you being here. Um, is there anything that you want the people to know before we say goodbye? Other than uh, Star um, Wars is awesome, uh, your leather work is dope, your wife makes really <laughs> cool wands, you now have a lathe, and you're open to commissions. We have, we have a lathe, we have a Proxon, so if you want D&D terrain, I'd be very interested in commissions for that. Or <laughs> um, A friend of mine, my, my GM actually commissioned me to do some miniature painting. Um, so, yeah, like I, as, as much as I'm like, well, I, I don't I don't do a lot of commissions, but if you have a project and it looks like something I already do, your chances are good. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm always open. I'm always open to being asked. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I. That's really cool. I it hadn't occurred to me that you can make like a game board. Uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Okay. Cause yeah. Cause you have, <laughs> anyway, that's, that's, I, I, I play D and D. So I like, I'm like, Oh, that would be very useful anyway. Uh, so get at this man again, Instagram Furby underscore creations. Make sure you put the S don't do what I did and miss the S because the website and, won't uh, come Furby up. With an F I R F I R B Y underscore creations. In Winnipeg, there's a Furby Street, and it's spelled differently. So right, oh I yeah, that's right. Assume the one. Yeah, the the toy from the '90s or whatever. Uh, you don't want yeah. that. It's not those. No, no. <laughs> so, Furby F I R B Y. <laughs> Very important distinction. So, I want to thank the man himself, Mr. James Furby, for joining me here on the Winterpeg Report. Next week, I again, I forget. I should know these things and sound more professional when I do them. But there's also, like, why. But uh, next week, oh, yeah, okay, I just double-checked. It is the fellas from the Misthaven Guild, which is a, a, a live-action role-play group that works under the Underworld rule set. And their guild is called Misthaven. So we'll be talking to them. That's Colton Day and Daniel Johnston. So they will be my guests next week. Thank you so much for listening. And again, hit us up on all those socials. The WPG Magazine everywhere. The WPG Magazine on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitch, and TikTok. Again, there's nothing on the TikTok yet, but you can certainly follow and do all that stuff. And hit us up on the WPG Talk line. 
eight zero well, I guess sorry, area code is important in Winnipeg. Four three one eight zero zero four five five five. Email podcasts at the WPG.ca if you have any comments, questions, if you'd like to be a guest, if you know that there's somebody that should be a guest, let me know. I would be very interested. So thank you once again. Last time, thank you to Mr. James Furby for being with us today. Have a great day, everybody.